Welcome to the She Built This podcast, where we are sharing the stories of professionals and entrepreneurs who are on a mission to create the new norm by following their dreams and making them a reality. I'm your host, Emily Aborn, and together we are inspiring, growing, and giving you the tools you need to bring ideas to life so you can build whatever this means for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I am recording this on a Sunday afternoon, and oh my gosh, first I just need to start out by saying how much I love Sundays. There is just a feeling on Sundays that like no other day quite gives me. Um, I do most of my chores on Saturdays, and so Sundays are just kind of like a day for taking it at my own pace, not having a rigid plan. I do a little work, but it's like work that I really enjoy, and I do a little play. Um, It's just a great, great great day overall. So one thing that I have been doing on Sunday afternoons, which I've talked about before, is gateless writing. And I've been taking that every Sunday with Becky Karish, who is a member of the She Built This group. It's kind of like a scrub brush for my brain. I come out of these gateless writing sessions feeling like in some way I'm cleansed, like I've just gotten a really, really good night's sleep or something like that. That That is just the feeling it does inside my my body and my brain. So anyway, um, in one of these writing sessions, my mind was whisked away to the beginning of 2020. The prompt that Becky gave us was to write about a time that something dropped. And, you know, I'm sure you're feeling a little bit this way too. It There are a lot of shoes dropping lately. So the opportunities on something to write about were vast <laughs> And I'm also really clumsy. So again, endless opportunity for writing something. But I actually remembered something else. Um, And maybe you will recall me telling you my story back in January about the time I decided to cross aerial yoga off my 2020 bucket list and try out a class. So I did. And the first class went great. Um, But the second class, and it was January 24th, I remember vividly, ended up with me getting seven lucky stitches in my chin. So that was how my year kind of kicked off. And in the Gateless Writing Salon, I wrote about that dropping and, you know, kind of tying it back into this whole bucket list that I'd had for 2020. It's just, it was just a different mentality when we started the year off to kind of where we are now. Um, After I fell and got the stitches. I got sick, which I'm pretty sure was from visiting urgent care in the first place. I got like this horrible cold that I swear to God, it was like an eternity long. And I think I used a whole forest worth of tissues. But yeah, it just took like forever to get better from that. Um, So after that fall, you know, I just wanted to scrap the whole darn bucket list altogether. But I did keep checking off a couple more things. Like I went to San Diego to attend, you know, like Planet Earth's last conference of 2020 (laughs) or ever possibly. Um, And then after I came back from that, everything sort of stopped. And like all the plans that I had this whole year of trying and doing all these things came to a screeching halt. Um, Things on that list got canceled places I was going to check out on that list had to shut down and things began just dropping off my calendar like left and right. Um, 
you know, I added a lot of things too, but they were virtual things, right? So just not what I had planned for. So as I reflect back on the past few months, um, it's funny, March 17th was actually like my real day out and about. Like I had a coffee meeting with a client and I ran some errands um, and I picked up some swag for the event that we were supposed to have on the Thursday evening, the 19th. Um, And here we are now June 17th and I'm realizing I have shifted my plan like quite a bit but I've still continued to kind of, it's like I'm recreating the bucket list and I'm trying to still push myself out of my comfort zone and do some new things. So I haven't been able to do all the new things that I had originally planned to do, but I am right now trying all of these sort of experiments in my own life, if you will. Some are big, some are small, um, but here's my theory. So my thought with experimenting is that if you don't like it, you're not married to it. You know, you can try something on for size, see how it feels in your body, your brain, your life, your business. And then if it's not for you, you just say sayonara. You can go as crazy as you want with it. You can like set up a certain time that you're going to try it for. You can track how often you do it. You can create a habit around it. You can track how you feel. You know, there's all sorts of different ways to try experimenting. Um, And I'm going to tell you with some of the things that I've been experimenting with and then challenge you to kind of try out a couple for yourself. And don't worry, this is all G-rated. When I look at things in this experimental light, it actually makes me feel less scared to try them. And I'm just a little bit more interested. It's like my curiosity now gets to get the best of me. And I'm more interested in just saying like, yeah, let's ask the questions. Let's go for it. Um, So one thing I've sort of come to learn about myself during all this is that despite wearing my little like new work at home uniform, which is leggings pretty much every day, um, I've actually for the first time in my life figured out what my true style is, like what I really am drawn to as far as clothing. And this is like an overarching thing, okay? It's not just something to do with my clothes. I know that's vain. Um, But I'm just learning a lot about myself simply by giving myself the opportunity to do that and to become the person that I like really want to be. So in discovering that, I'm sort of just kind of giving things a whirl and see if they suit me. So I'm going to give you some examples. Um, I went to go get my hair cut and I was trying to decide like if I was the kind of person who wanted bangs or short hair or long hair, you know, what style do I really, really want? So in a split second in the chair, like, you know, you're wearing a mask. You don't really, you can't really get a good feel of your face and your hair in, in while you're wearing a mask. So I just decided to chop it super short. Um, Before this, it was down to my shoulders and I hadn't actually gotten it cut since January. I was due in March and then this all happened um, and my hairdresser had to close. So I was growing it out quite a while. But I went in there and instead of deliberating over it, like I would have done in the past, in fact, I would have just gone to my hairdresser, got the same old thing and left and still been like, hmm, I wonder what it would be like to get this other thing. Instead of doing that, I just was like, you know what, just chop it. Like I pointed to a spot on my chin and I was like, I don't really care if you go shorter than that, but this is sort of where I'm thinking. He thought, so, you know, he has this theory about me in particular that 
my long hair has some sort of like beauty implication and like I hide behind it and tie myself to it. He's like, he's what I call a therapist, not a therapist. Um, But really what it was is I just decided that I wanted to see if this felt like me. And if not, I figured, you know, I'm going to have time to grow it out before too much of the world is really impacted. And Lord knows so much of the world is impacted by my haircut. Um, Well, anyway, long story short, who am I kidding? I never make a long story short. Okay, long hair short. I like it. I like it a lot. And I'm really happy. I just like went ahead and did this little human experiment on myself. Um, At the beginning of 2020, I was like really stressed out and overwhelmed. And I felt like I was spiraling out of control every single day. And like my ability to keep up with things, even minor little things, was not so great. Um, You know, over the past couple of months, I've had some really, really great conversations and some of them life-changing that have challenged me to just experiment with not having that feeling. What if you took off a day on the weekends, Emily? Like what if you just didn't work one day on the weekend? And then from there, now what if I try and take two days off on the weekends? What if I only took on clients that made me happy and that I enjoyed working with? So I did it. I like have been dabbling and trying some of these things out. And I started to see that slowly but surely, I was actually able to let go of some of the overwhelm and stress that I had so closely identified with and lived my entire life by. And you know what? Nothing changed. Like everyone was still happy and it felt really good. Those feelings of letting go were more me than the ones I was feeling before. So a couple other things I've just been trying out are like, for example, the gateless writing. And I've been doing weekly yoga classes in Sagamananok's online studio. I've been trying different methods of meditation. I've been trying resting more. I've been trying not to force myself to be 10 weeks ahead on every single thing in my life. Um, So with that, I just want to kind of pose this as a challenge for you. Here are some things that maybe, again, maybe that you want to try out for yourself. What does it feel like for you to work a little bit less? What does it feel like for you to do less of what you don't love and more of what you do love? How does it feel to lean into your absolute genius zone in your business and delegate other things out to someone else? How does it feel to charge more? If you experiment with asking more or increasing your prices, how does it feel? Do people turn you down? This is a conversation that we had in a live and learn and she built this this past week on why we as women um, undercharge and how we should be feeling a little bit uncomfortable when we tell people our prices. In fact, if every single person is saying yes to you, then it might be time to kind of reevaluate and turn your prices up a little bit. So what does it feel like to do that? What does it feel like if people do turn you down because of your price? Um, What if you tried to go for something imperfectly instead of waiting until it's like 100% perfect and tied up with a bow? What does that feel like? If you do that and you have to learn lessons along the way, 
how are those lessons? How would you have been able to learn those lessons if you didn't do that? Um, Have you ever tried experimenting with a social media break? That was something else I tried this year and it was great. What about a news break? Have you ever tried to paint your a room that that you don't feel very happy or inspired in a completely new color? You can move furniture around. You can move your desk around so that you could maybe see out a window or look towards the door, whichever one you're not doing now. What does that feel like? What kinds of things in in your life, in your business, what do you want to experiment a little bit with? And where is something you can just try out letting go? Remember, this is not like stuff that you have to say goodbye to forever. You're just trying it and you're seeing how it feels and you're seeing if you like it. You can do the same thing with like any bad habits that you have. You can be like, well, I'm just going to try not doing this and see how I feel and um, then I can make a decision from there. But the point is you're not doing this forever, right? You're just giving it a try and seeing how it feels. See if it's for you. Um What does it feel like to say no to something? Or what does it feel like to say yes to something that maybe you otherwise wouldn't? These can both, both yes and no, can open up huge opportunities and possibilities for you in your life. Okay, this is my favorite and something I too am really working on. What does it feel to just loosen up a little bit on that tight grip or your clenched knuckles? And what if you just try, you're just trying, to go with the flow, just a little bit. Um, So through experimentation, I also know now in some areas what I really like just fine and things that I don't want to mess with or change. I have experimented this year with my diet and my exercise and I don't want to do that anymore. I really like my diet and my exercise. I'm kind of done experimenting with like different vitamins and supplements. I know the ones that work for me. I like the consistency of what I do and I love planning it out and then the little tiny ways that I'm able to add variety to it. So that's something I'm sort of like for right now, I'm experimenting with not experimenting with. I know that I love spending more time with my BFF. Uh, aka my husband and I'm not gonna go changing that like we started experimenting with taking walks together when he comes home from work before we have dinner and I really am finding that I love that I love that time that we get to decompress and talk through our days with one another in a different in a different format Um, I really like my schedule and the way that I have my day structured. I love the way that I keep track of things in my little paper notebook rather than electronically. So these are some things that like through experimentation, through learning, I have realized that I I don't want to change anymore or try out. Um, And that's all experimentation really is. That's kind of the point of this. It's really just a matter of being present and mindful and noticing different things in your life and then using that as learning and information for you as you do. So you kind of get to be your own mad scientist. And the way I see it is like, who knows what you will invent as you start to do that in your life. Um, I'm reading two books right now. And they both have very much a similar theme. I'm reading the 30-Day Alcohol Experiment by Annie Grace and the Do Le- and Do Less by Kate Northrup. Now, both of these kind of approach the con- two different concepts in a very similar way. Um, I will be completely forthright and say that 
yes, I am reading the 30-day alcohol experiment. No, I am currently not abstaining from alcohol for 30 days. I was forming some really bad habits at the beginning of this pandemic, and I was having wine like almost every single night. So now I'm experimenting with just enjoying wine on the weekends because I do not want that to be, I don't want what I was doing before to be my habit. Um, Now, who knows, that may be changed and reduced even more in the future. I'm not dumb. I know the science behind it. I know that it's not great for you. And I also know that I feel better when I don't have any. I'm a work in progress because I do still enjoy it from time to time. Um, Way bigger topic for another day. But anyway, the point of the book is that you're just kind of experimenting to see how you feel when you don't have alcohol. And conversely, being mindful and present if you do and and look at that and see how you feel then. Um, in Kate Northrup's Do Less book, she is also asking you to try out these little mini self-experiments, uh, one of which is tracking your moods and your energy levels and your mindset on a monthly basis. The premise of her book basically is that women operate on a 28-day cycle. And so the goal here for women is to see how this aligns with your cycle and how your output and productivity and overall creativity are affected throughout the month. Um, She also asks you to experiment with listening to your body and a whole bunch of other like just really fun things that I'm trying to dig a little deeper into how I feel and why and take note of them. Recently, I was on Crystal Farley's Grace and Growth podcast, and I said on there in a conversation with her that even though 2020 has been like a little bit of a standstill or like a big stay-at-home order for the most part, um, some of the things that I put off learning about myself and implementing into my life are right now moving at a more rapid pace than ever. So while everything else may be way slower, that part of me is able to go much faster. Um, You know, honestly, for the past 10 years, I have been just racing along and running so fast to keep up with the pace of life that I never gave some of this stuff an any thought. I I don't think I really experimented and tried to figure out what I like and what I don't like and why or why not. Um, I just sort of went along with what I was doing and not really taking any time to consider whether or not those things were actually working for me or against me or et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, so so it's not even that I have more time right now because think about this. I mean, obviously there's the same 24 hours in a day that there were before this. I am just trying out different ways to structure that time. So anyway, that's all I got for you today. I will be super anxious to hear if you are experimenting with anything in your life, if maybe this inspired you to experiment with something in your life. And I just want to hear how you're diving in and going for it. So you can always find me at www.shebuiltthis.org. That kind of connects you to everything. But I'm also on Instagram at shebuiltthisnh. That's like as in at She Built This New Hampshire. Um, by the way, somebody has the She Built This Instagram and I cannot, they have like hardly any followers and they haven't made any posts and unfortunately I just can't get it. So if anyone has any secrets as to how to obtain an Instagram account that you really, really want, I am just dying to hear your secrets. 
So yeah, let me know how you are diving in and going for it. And as I said in my last episode, the time is now and the time always will be now. So what are we really waiting for? If you want to chop your hair, chop your hair. All right, with that, I hope you have a great rest of your week. Emily Aborn, over and out. To learn more about She Built This and to join our community and get involved for yourself, visit www.shebuiltthis.org.